You're listening to the Breakdown Duo with Deb and T-Wise. They break it down to build you up. Let's join this mother-son duo as they break down tonight's hot topic. All right, what's up, everybody? This is T-Wise. I'm here with my mom, Deb. Hey, Tyler. What's happening, bud? Uh, well, you know, I got to tell you, we've had, you know, weather in the 90s all week, and I'm not used to it, <laughs> but I'm not complaining. No. I, I said a long time ago that I would never complain about heat because it just, even though, you know, you sweat a lot, like your joints feel better, and, um, and I just love the sun. So we don't see it often. I will definitely embrace it yeah yeah i'm loving it feel bad for all those people out there i talked to my big brother today and their air conditioning went out so when i was talking to him his house was 89 degrees Mm -hmm. oh that's nasty (laughs) that's crazy so what are we talking about today all right so um as many of you know, often Tyler and I talk about the Bible and how much you know we love studying it and so this week, I had one of those aha moments, Tyler, where like I was studying a scripture and God allowed it to come alive in a new way for me. And I thought it'd be fun to talk about it. Uh, you might have to help me because I might get stuck. But briefly, um, it, this all started because I was reading an article and and it was challenging. It was on uh, Facebook, but It was challenging everybody. If you had to pick one scripture to put in the hall of fame of scriptures, what would it be? So I thought it was fascinating. I was, I was reading everyone's choice and uh, in my own mind, going through my life first and many that I love. And, but there's one that I kept coming back to as far as like, I might put this in the hall of fame. So I was going through to see if anybody else chose it. And like it was one of the top ones. So I wasn't surprised. But mm-hmm. the scripture I was looking at and thinking about was Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which many of you who are listening probably know. It goes, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And so in, in looking at that, I'm like, okay, it doesn't take too much explanation. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. It's just in, in Deb's words, that just means you love him with everything, every choice, every decision. You just you just trust him for everything in your life. And your whole heart means your whole being. And then, as you know, does it probably need to be explained too much about lean not on your own understanding? It's It's not what I know. It's not what Deb thinks she's experienced or knows. So I was thinking, Tyler, if. If it is that simple to explain, why don't I do it? Why is it so hard to do it? And in that process of kind of thinking about that, I felt like God gave me a living example that just opened my eyes to why I struggle, which, mm-hmm. which once you know why you struggle, it can kind of help you move forward. Okay. Anyway, you want me to tell you the story or you have some yeah. thoughts? No. So uh, as our listeners know, we've had a few car problems in the last few weeks. And um, we found out that 
even though the engine went out on our 10-year-old car, the dealership is going to cover it 100%. Not only that, but they called Monday and said, we have a loaner car for you to, to borrow because it could be three months before you get your car back. So we went there. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was not expecting to get a brand new car with less than 400 miles on it. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. So I seven o'clock Monday, I get in this car and I drive out and I take two rights and I get on a sort of a freeway. And right away, I'm a little nervous because I'm driving this new car. Now I'm responsible for another car. And we've kind of had some issues, so I was a little nervous. You know, please don't do anything wrong. And yeah. it started pulling to the right. And then it, it felt like it was pulling to the left. And I'm like, oh, my word, I got a brand new car and there's something wrong with it. So yeah. I'm hanging on and I'm thinking, where's the first U-turn? I'm going back. I'm going to take this car back and say, okay, I think something's wrong with the steering. And about that time, the car goes, your lights are off. <laughs> and I start laughing. I'm like, the car is talking to me. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Tyler, I realize I'm driving a brand new car. I haven't had a new car in 10 years. And I must have one of those cars that has all those controls that keep you safer. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to test it. So I, I start veering off the road. And sure enough, it pulls me right back. As soon as I hit the white line, it kind of gently pulls me right back on. And, mm -hmm. and a car's coming up behind me. So I turn my blinker on. And it goes, beep, 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 beep. It won't let me. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, there are so many new toys on this car. In five miles, it took me to get home. All I want to do was go back to the dealership and ask them how to shut this off so I could be back in control. Mm -hmm. The more I got, I figured out what was going on, the less I liked them. It was like it was turning corners for me. I just telling me when to stop. I did not like it. And I wanted control back. Right. And all of a sudden I thought, that's why we struggle with that scripture. Because I want to trust God with my whole heart. But I have this issue of control. And there's something about when a decision comes, I, I just need to be in control. Mm -hmm. And so to give that up and totally trust those boundaries, it says God will make my path straight to, to allow him to adjust and rebuke and correct. And I want him to, but I really want control of how it happens mm -hmm. it kind of opened my eyes okay so now i kind of see why most of us probably struggle with that scripture yeah does that make sense absolutely i think that's i think everything in our life uh, is revolved around either having control or losing control mm -hmm. and so when we start to lose control, that's when fear creeps in. Yeah. And we, we've talked about in the past how often we allow fear to dictate our decisions and control our life. And if we're in full control with no issues, then why would we be afraid of something? Right. So they, they kind of work hand in hand. And I think the moment that we can give up that control and do it in a way where we're not fearful because we know 
that God has control of it, not us, you know, that's when he can really work in our lives. Yeah. And I, I agree with that, but I'm not even sure it was a fear issue. Well, not for you, no, but, but for a lot of people, you know, there's like the story you're using is, is to really emphasize the fact that we need control. What I'm saying is not just the control aspect. I agree 100% that, yes, that is a big issue. You know, I've seen it in my own life. Um, but I think there's there's subcategories to yeah. the control issue that go even deeper for a lot of people. Yeah. And when we don't attack the very first thing, which would be, like, in this example, the control, Yeah. then all these other things start festering, and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. To where in every situation, God's the last thing that we go to. Yeah, and, and almost like a it's almost like we think trusting God means that we're weak. Right. And trusting God to direct our path ultimately, when we really learn to do it, gives us amazing freedom. Because the cool thing is after driving this car for a week, I have come to really enjoy these little tips Mm -hmm. because it it, it just keeps you I can't tell you every car seems at least for me to have a blind spot and knowing that if there's a car and I'm going to pull out in the lane and there's a car in my blind spot that I don't see and to have that beep at me Mm -hmm. it gives me huge freedom but it has taken me a while and and the funny thing is I did not know until dad got in the car. I told him, oh, you're going to love this car. Well, he was in it about two minutes. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is not going to work. Starts hitting buttons and there's a button to turn it all off. Mm-hmm. And he quickly turned it off. So he was in total control. No, the funny part is, is that when you told the story originally. Yeah. You said I took a, a left and a left. And then all of a sudden the car started pulling me right. Which means that after two turns, the car was already correcting your driving. Yeah, no, <laughs> so, so I'm more, I'm less concerned about the car and your control as <laughs> what kind of driving are you doing on the road? Oh, but, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just, it's amazing though. But so, just, so how do we, if we are able to identify things like that, and and it, again, I understand that control is. So, something that you identified for yourself, but it yeah. can be different for everybody. Right. Um, but let's just stay on the topic of, of control. Cause I think it's a good one. I think a lot of people can relate. Um, when we're able to, uh, to see that and identify, you know, Hey, the reason I'm going through this is because I'm not willing to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we do in, in that situation? Yeah. And I'm so glad you said that because one of the things that I thought about all week is back to practice. You know, scripture is very clear. It says, practice what you've seen in me, practice what you've heard from me. And the more this week I drove this car and kind of practiced the way it was, the more comfortable I got with yielding that control Mm -hmm. and, and the freer I got to really enjoy the car. The same with God, the more I practice as I realize I'm, I'm holding on tight and I'm trying to figure this out, then the quicker I can practice letting go mm-hmm. and allowing God 
to use his unlimited resources, the freer I am. So let me ask you this question. If you went back to the dealership tomorrow and they said, hey, we got your car ready. Yeah. But we're, we're going to give you a choice. You can take your old car that's 10 years old with the new engine. Or for no additional cost, you can just keep that new one that we just gave you. Which one would you take? Oh, yeah, that's not it. I'd take the new one, especially if there was no cost. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I think that hmm. we tend to go back to the old car because it's comfortable yeah. and we're familiar with it and we do have control of it. But we would never experience the new car, the new version, the new opportunities that it has, the new features that it has yeah. if we never got out of that comfort. So. You know, I, I just look at life and I'm like, there's always this diagram that, that they show in trainings and things like that. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners have seen it where, you know, someone draws a small circle and, and puts comfort zone. And then they draw this bigger circle around the comfort zone circle and it says growth. Mm-hmm. You know, and basically saying you have to get out of your comfort zone to grow and learn and experience. And um, and I always think, you know, when we aren't willing to give up control, how many things are we keeping ourselves from that God wants us to experience? And he's like, if you would just let go, I have all these cool features and benefits and opportunities for you if you would just allow me to work. Yeah, because we're so busy trying to maintain control and keep everything going the way we think it should that we we don't live alert. We yeah. don't have those opportunities. I, I have um, kind of expanded my ministry a little bit and I'm uh, getting into mentoring a little bit. And so one of the friends that I've made and I'm just beginning that friendship and mentorship with her. Uh, I, I asked this, this last couple of visits. So talk about prayer, you know, what, what's the biggest prayer request that you've had answered lately? And this person is amazing, but it was interesting. They couldn't think of one answered prayer. And I think there's a lot of us that do that mm-hmm. because we don't practice prayer. We don't commune with God. We don't talk to him all day. I mean, you know, people make fun. I, I don't necessarily pray for a parking spot and stuff like that, but I do pray. I just got back from the store and I was in a hurry. So I asked the Lord to help me get what I wanted and get out of there, but not miss an opportunity. And I kind of threw that on at the end in my mind. And sure enough, the first thing that happened is I knew I was in the middle of an opportunity. And I thought, well, either I am in control and hurry or I let God do something amazing. It mm-hmm. wasn't that big of a deal, but it was it was a God moment for sure. Right. So we we just have to practice this letting go and and be alert when. You know, that, that another thing that that reminds me is how important it is to, again, associate with the right people. Because if we're associating with people that really don't trust God and that's all, mm-hmm. it's going to lead us to more self-reliance. 
Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I have heard a lot of people say in trying to provide good advice, mm-hmm. um, you know, things like, now, have you really thought this through? Are you really sure about this? Have you have you really spent time meditating and praying on this? And um, and again, I know that their intentions are. I want to make sure that you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to look out for you. But I think on on one hand, the way that we do that, first off, I think it's it's projection. I think it's I would never take that chance. Yeah. So I want to make sure you're okay taking that chance. Yeah. But also, I think it's putting such a limiting belief on not only the ability of the individual, because we are so, our ability as, as human beings to have fortitude and get through things, I think we highly underestimate ourselves. Yeah. But then when you add God on top of that, yes, we definitely underestimate it. Yeah, because that, and that's what that scripture says. If you trust him with your whole heart, he's going to direct you. Mm-hmm. He's going to be, you know how the car kind of nudges you. He's going to be that one that, that gives you, it, we don't have to live in fear, which is where you started because God is not going to let us go off some crazy path. Yeah. Even if it feels right. And if, if he gives us a dream, he's going to lead us down the right path to fulfill that dream. Yeah. So I, you know, I heard a, uh, a speaker recently say, um, that God's thoughts begin where ours end. Mm. And mm. I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, that's really amazing because, you know, again, going back to, to Proverbs, yeah, um, lean not on your own understanding. If, if that is true, is if his thoughts begin where ours end, if his dreams are so much bigger than our dreams, then why on earth would we ever be like, Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know about this. And, like, man, just give up and go for it. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it just kind of was a cool week of just being reminded that mm-hmm. giving up control, it's just the best way. Yeah. And I, so I, I, I wanted today, I think you did too, to be a little bit shorter. Yeah. Um, but Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I kind of feel like a, a really good takeaway from today is because um, our last couple of podcasts have been on broken and, yeah, and things. Right. Like, um, and I don't want anybody to walk away from today thinking anything negative about this message. Yeah, um, good. I, I really want it to be encouragement of every single day and then every moment through the day we have this opportunity mm-hmm. to to let go and let God. And, um, and I know that that phrase is used a lot, mm-hmm. but to really put it into action. And I think about like this, this upcoming week. And I think of all the things that are starting and that I have on the calendar. And I just think to myself, okay, if I really put that into action, how different is my week going to be like, unless I'm myself trying to control every day and every opportunity in it and like the idea of what if it's blessed this week unlike anything i expected because i did let go yeah that's that's exciting to me 
and it makes me want to actually go for it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this week, Tyler, I ate at a new place called the Elephant Deli. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's in Portland, and oh my word! Uh, I walked in, and so here is this deli. And literally, it took me 15 minutes to walk through and see everything that was available. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how God's unlimited resources are. <laughs> There's so many that, that we're overwhelmed. So we go right back to the, okay, I'll have a hamburger and fries. When there's... There's a plethora of stuff. Right. So just take, I thought to myself, no, I'm not going to go to my usual. I'm going to try something just a tiny bit different. And then I'll come back and try something else. And, and I think God's just, he is just wanting to bless us and mm -hmm. give us these unlimited resources and, and everything's available to us. And we just keep going back to the same old buffet because it's just so comfortable. Yeah. So I like that. I like the thought of just reaching out and yeah, challenging each other to try something new, live a little more alert. And people said, I had two people say to me this week, you, you always talk about God talking to you and showing you things. He never talks to me. Uh, that's because you're not listening. Mm -hmm. You're not expecting because he does. That's, that's the kind of God we serve. Yeah. Don't agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't always have to be a really big answer. Exactly. You know, I one way of thinking of it is if you stack a whole bunch of little responses all together, that will eventually add up to one really big response. So if God is answering you in small little ways throughout the year, that's going to be a pretty fantastic year. That's right. Instead of waiting for some that. really big miracle that happens sometime mm -hmm. throughout the year. Yeah. Like, look for the little things. And miss all the special. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. So, Fun. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, um, you know, as you know, we keep saying this. We're really trying to grow this so that we can get the message out there and give people the opportunity to hopefully hear something that inspires them or uh, just gives them something positive for the week. Um, so please share this. Like it. Um, if you're on spotify or um uh what apple. is it apple uh podcast please go in and and rate us um because once we have enough ratings uh then the ratings will appear and then that helps the algorithms uh make sure you check out debwisen.com um and we're just really looking forward to all those different ways that you guys can help us get the message out there so thank you for listening and we'll see everybody next week Thank you for joining this broadcast with the breakdown duo of Deb and T-Wise. Share this podcast with someone it might help and hit subscribe. See you next week as the duo breaks it down to build you up.